0: Welcome back, this time for real, to the Week 13 Labor Wire Preview Show. As always, we are here, despite it being work, Week 13, because there are numerous bye weeks to help everyone pad for. And reminder, if you're listening to this on Monday evening, our massive sale at 44.com is still running through the end of the night. And if you head to the site, you'll see that the cover image for the week 13 waiver wire as none other than Pat Fryermuth, because the offensive coordinator's change for the Steelers this past week resulted in Friermuth earning a season high 34.2% target share and 48% route rate from the slot for reference under Mike Can- Matt Canada Friermuth was a, a 34% slot rate which was 38th among all tight ends not creative not surprisingly and I don't think it's sustainable for the record because TJ Hawkinson is currently leading his position with a 24.5% target share, a full 10 percentage points lower than Fryermuth's involvement this past week. But it's a volatile position, so it's worth chasing from that alone. And in the short term with Hawkinson, Dalton Cade, Isaiah Likely, and Cole Comet all on by this week, it's worth noting that Arizona's defense has allowed four different tight ends to reach double-digit PPR points since week eight. Friar if even to simply pad for those starters ahead of him, is certainly worth chasing. Running backs have been stripped bare, and there isn't a single starter available to you on the waiver wire. But I do think Jarenis Johnson's interesting because not only did he record a 42-yard reception when coming off the bench for Etienne, who was injured and later returned, in game. That makes seven touches, at least in back-to-back games for Dearness, and 28 receiving yards and three consecutive appearances. And right now, the team's coaching staff has clearly been limiting Etienne whenever they can. He's handled less than 60% of their backfield touches and two of their three games out of the bye. And this past week, even, getting Dearness Johnson involved for those aforementioned seven touches and one more to tank Bigsby. And I think it's because not only trying to keep ETN healthy and for a potential playoff run, but also ETN has been inefficient and living off wearing touchdown deodorant. Over his last six games, he's averaged 3.3 yards per carry. And so given the Jacksonville's upcoming schedule against the Bengals and Jake Browning and then the Browns and whoever the hell they want to throw at quarterback, We can see potential blowout scenarios in those two contests getting Dearness Johnson there in the second half for any teams that are desperate for running back options to plug in off the waiver wire. Another player I don't mind plugging in this week at receiver is Curtis Samuel because he did pop on Thanksgiving in front of the world for a season-high 27.2% target share. And it's because he was peppered underneath to avoid sacks for Sam Howe. 67% of Samuel's targets came within nine yards of the line of scrimmage. But that's an approach we can expect this upcoming week two against the Dolphins, as the commanders are nine and a half point home dogs expected to stay in negative game script, and Miami ranks sixth in the league in pressure rate. We think Howe will yet again continue trying to get the ball out of his hands quickly and we think they're going to pass a lot, as they've shown us throughout the year, because they can't compete with Miami. If that's the case, Samuel will once again get hammered targets as a flex option available immediately to you. Prize Picks is North America's largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform and one of the most exciting ways to play DFS. And best of all, Prize Picks is simple just choose between two to six players and pick more or less than their prize pick stat projection. It's that easy. Quick withdrawals, an enormous selection of players, and you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. But it doesn't stop there. Prize picks even offers in-game projections. Imagine gathering at the house, watching football with your friends, and building an entry to cheer for together with more AJ Brown receiving yards, or less Jordan Love passing yards. Now, it's possible. Just go to prizepicks.com accurate and use the promo code accurate to match your first deposit up to $100. Price Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. As for a long-term option behind Curtis Samuel, I'm still interested in Greg Dortch. Because last week when we talked about him, because he led the Cardinals with a team-high 27.5% target share, we simply chalked it up to Michael Wilson and Zach Pascal being out and thought Dortch would be removed from the offense once either of them returned. But that wasn't the case. Even with Pascal back on Sunday, he ran just five routes, and Dortch played in two wide sets and mirrored Ron Delmore in routes run. And now in their last two games, Dortch is out-targeted more 17-4. to I don't know when Wilson will return since he suffered a setback ahead of week 11 on Friday and then didn't practice at any point last week. But there's a real chance Dortch sticks in this offense no matter what for the rest of the season since he's earning targets and has now recorded at least 11.7 PPR points in back-to-back games. For some deep cuts for everyone, Jalen Hyatt is on bye this upcoming week. What we saw from him from Tommy DeVito against the Patriots was enough to prioritize him if you don't need a starter immediately like Samuel or Dorch because Darius Slayton went into the week as doubtful, but he ended up playing and Hyatt still played in two wide sets overing him, finishing second on the Giants in routes run and earning a season-high 25% target share for it, going over 100 receiving yards. Not only is Hyatt a rookie expected to get a post by bump from Week 14 on. But when the Giants return, and they've shown they are a viable passing offense whenever it's Tyrod Taylor or Tommy DeVito under center, the Giants will return to the Packers, Saints, and Eagles, and Rams through the fantasy playoffs. It's actually a tremendous schedule for Hyatt and the team's passing attack, assuming it's one of those two quarterbacks under center for them. So Hyatt stashing him everywhere, especially in 12, 14 team leagues for a potential playoff explosion. Justin Watson's also interesting because the unthinkable happened this past week against the Raiders. Not only did Rasheed Rice record a season high and route participation on over 70% of the Patrick Mahomes' dropbacks, and finished with a season-high target share for it. But Justin Watson stayed in two wide sets. As the team simply moved, Marquez Belt is scaling back to the third receiver in their rotation. Something that didn't happen all year long to that point. So if it's now Rasheed Rice and Justin Watson, who are the team's two wide sets for Mahomes, I'm certainly interested in Watson for the fantasy playoffs as well. Despite the fact he only earned three targets, And came down with one catch for that touchdown this past game. Speaking of deeper running backs, Royce Freeman is an interesting stash too, because 10 of his 13 carries against the Cardinals this past week came in the first three quarters. As in Kyron Williams' first game back, the approach was to rotate Freeman and Kyron on alternating drives. And Freeman's 40% share of the team's running back carries this past week. I don't expect to grow because, again, that was Kyron returning from injury, and we only expect his usage to get larger moving forward. Having said that, if we think the Rams will either be in blowout situations as their running game is now consistent and impactful with Kyron Williams back in the helm, and... Freeman being the lone contingency player, since the team doesn't use Zach Evans, then we think Freeman is there in place of Daryl Henderson since he was weighed before the week and could eventually become a contingency player that we stash among the other guys like Rico Dowdle, Tyler Algier. The list goes on just to be ahead of any Kyron Williams injury in the fantasy playoffs. And finally, for those who do not have Pat Fryermuth available in your leagues, and are still grasping for straws to replace tight end, Jawan Johnson is also interesting, because since he returned from injury in his last four games, he's 15th in route participation among all tight ends. And that includes Foster Moreau and Taysom Hill, both being involved as well. Not only that, but with the Saints battling injuries all over their offense. Jamal Williams banged up. Rashid Jaheed not going to play in Week 13 with his quad injury, and I'm not expecting Chris Olave to play following his concussion this past game, the ball obviously has to go somewhere against this poor Lions defense. And that offers Jawan Johnson a chance to spike opportunity wherever you're desperate for a tight end. With that being said, the rest of the Week 13 waiver wire and any other plug-and-play options you need for this six-team bye week are available at 44.com for everyone right now. We will be back on Thursday, per usual, with our preview show and normal schedule, Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Until then, remember, be a little bit kinder once you're watching. We'll see you next time.